Welcome to Thoughts Disrupted with your host, Melissa Girovac. This podcast is for the doers, the seekers, and the entrepreneurs ready to make a change in their life and business. Together each week, we will explore topics that will help push you out of your comfort zone and change your thoughts to better serve your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome. On today's episode, I felt called to talk a little bit about decision and certainty and clarity, especially when it comes to doing what we feel is right versus doing what we feel that we should. I never really thought much about how I make decisions until I started my personal development journey and started diving into spirituality and learning more about intuition. And when I really started to study those things, it was kind of shocking to me how I had been taught to make decisions, which was essentially to try to guess what the outcomes of certain paths would be and logically come up with the best guesstimation. Um, Or sometimes I would just avoid decision-making in general. I would kind of sit on the fence and not make any decision or share my situation with other people and hope that you know, they would give me insight into what they would do and they could essentially make my decisions for me. I realized that, you know, it's something as important. I was making decisions for ourselves. Um, For a lot of people, they don't know how to make decisions for themselves. I sure didn't. And the truth is that no one can predict the future. And when I think about the times when I made like pros and cons list, (laughs) like trying to predict outcomes when there are so many infinite possibilities and things that we can't anticipate and that we can't even imagine as a way of guiding yourself through life, no wonder decisions can be such a stressful anxious thing for so many people, right? We can't try to guesstimate what the best possible outcomes of different paths are going to be. Because when we're doing that, we're trying to logically make decisions. And the issue with that is that the paradigm is what controls our logic. So our paradigm is essentially like our programming. That's our beliefs and habits. And that's what controls our logic. If your paradigm is running the show, you'll act out of fear. You'll act out of worry, doubt, lack. You'll self-sabotage. That's where this can get to be problematic. It's not logic that guides us properly in life. Logic has its place. But it's our inner knowing, it's intuition that's going to guide us onto the paths that truly align with us. We actually know what aligns with us. We know what we're supposed to do. 
in any given situation, we know deep down inside what our next move is. But we don't use this inner compass, which is set up to guide us. Because for the majority of us, we've been conditioned to be disconnected from ourselves and to let the outside dictate our decisions. So we look around us, we look around at where we are and what's going on and logically deduce what to do. And that logic is stifling, it's limiting, and it's often disappointing and boring as fuck because it's based on what society thinks it's right. It's based on illusion. It's based on everybody doing the same thing. It's based on it's such a limited world view that doesn't have our specific best interests in mind. What everybody is doing is not right for everybody. Every, each of us as individuals have our own desires and our own needs and our own specific wounds that we need to heal and our own specific passions that we need to explore and our own inner work that we need to do and our own ways of being of service and having an impact and how we want to live and what aligns with us. And so looking at outer structures for what to guide us on what we should do is never going to be what truly aligns with us unless it comes from us. It has to come from us. That's the only way it's going to completely align. So how do we reconnect with ourselves and be able to be guided by our own inner compass, for lack of a better example. But how do we open ourselves up to receiving those messages? For me, in my personal experience, it's been acting despite a fear. It's been doing the things I've always wanted to do and not being afraid or rather not letting that fear of failure stop me. Things like writing a book, public speaking, uh, buying properties that I want, uh, taking trips I want to take, embarking on new career paths, taking new courses, learning from new teachers, uh, spending my days in new and different ways, indulging in pleasures I had never previously allowed myself to, um, talking about things that I feel matter, even if they make people feel uncomfortable, setting boundaries in a lot of them, and just making sure that in my day, in the, in the smallest of things every day, that I'm doing what feels right. And not just in the big things, but in the smallest of decisions, when it comes to whether or not I make my bed, what feels right today, whether or not I move with intention or exercise, 
what feels right today? How, how do I move? What feels right today? What do I eat? What feels right in this moment? How, well, how do I dress? What am I going to wear today? How do I want to feel in my clothes? What do I want to project? What energy do I want to be in? What cup am I going to bring down with me to my office? What kind of vibe do I want to have? Am I playing music? What kind of music? How do I want to feel? All those little things, when we're living a life according to what feels right, we can't be wrong. We can't be wrong. And you might be thinking it's not that simple. It is that simple. That's how we reconnect with that inner knowing. We do what feels right. And we know, we know it feels right. But the logic comes in, the paradigm comes in and it says, no, 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 no. That's not what you've been taught. That's not where you were told to do. Maybe it's saying that's not what good girls do. Maybe it's saying, you know, that's not what your parents taught you. That's not what everybody else is doing. That's not what you're supposed to do. And deep down, you know, it feels right, but you're so used to giving in to that logic and that paradigm that you shut out that little voice inside. And then when things don't work out, when you don't feel good, I wonder why. It's important for us to do what feels right because that is how we can be okay with tackling what comes next from that. When we do what we think we should or react out of fear, then when things happen, we're terribly stressed and, and upset and worked up about it. You know, it's like, oh man, I made the right, I made the wrong call. I made mistakes. I, why are things not working out for me? But when you come from a place of doing things that feel right, then you're set up to tackle whatever comes from that because you did what felt right. It felt right. So if something comes up, you'll tackle it, but there's nothing else that could have been done in that moment. You did what aligned with you and what will be will be. See how that's a different energy than making a decision and then kind of obsessing what the outcome is going to be because it's not really because you're afraid of what's going to happen. It's, I think it's because you're afraid because you didn't do what you felt was right. And you know, it's not going to work out for you, not in the way that it could because you didn't do what was specifically right for you. When we do what's right for us, what aligns, we can be open to possibilities rather than trying to guesstimate them. We can just be open to what's going to happen. There's an aspect of surrender and faith that gives us ease and relaxes our whole bodies. I mean, it just takes the stress away because we're just open to what will happen and we're okay with it because we know 
that whatever comes up, we can trust ourselves to do what's right. But if you're not doing what aligns and you're not doing what resonates and you're not following your intuition, you don't trust yourself. You damage the relationship with yourself and there's no trust there. So then when you need to make a decision, you're going to be super stressed and uncomfortable and it's going to be really hard because you're trusting someone to make a decision whom you don't trust. You have to put faith in that person you don't even trust because you know they don't do what's best for you. Right? So we want to heal that relationship with ourselves. We want to trust ourselves to make the best possible choices. And that means we have to be able to reconnect with ourselves and be present and say, what what feels right to me in this moment? When we do the work to reconnect with ourselves and recreate ourselves, become the women that we want to be, not the women that we were told we should be, not the, the women who are good girls, not the women that we were told this is what is worthy of love and this is what is worthy of respect and this is what is worthy of praise. No, when we actually sit down and decide who we want to be for us and we reconnect and recreate our identity, then we can be guided. And not only do we help ourselves in that space, but we show other women, girls, how to do what's best for them. And I know what might be coming up for you right now, that that's selfish. Sometimes we get this idea that doing what's best for us is selfish. That is something that is part of our culture, a toxic part of it, that doing what's best for us is selfish, that pleasing others and, and keeping the peace and doing what other people want you to do, that that's love, that that's kindness. No, it's not. Self-betrayal is not kindness and love. And it teaches other people that self-betrayal is acceptable. That's not kindness and love. Honoring yourself is kindness and love. And if you can't honor yourself, you can't truly honor other people. And you're not showing other people to honor themselves. And that's, that's what we're talking about here when we're talking about making decisions. It requires a certain level of clarity to be able to do that, but you will not get certainty from it. There are times where you might feel really good about what you're doing because it feels right. And there are other times where you're going to know it's right and it's not going to feel really good and it's not going to feel very certain and you're going to be so unsure and it's going to, but you just know. There are no guarantees 
And we like guarantees, don't we? We like the safest bet. What's most statistically going to be best? What um, outcome is more likely? But that's just not a good basis, a good foundation for decision making. Just because it makes logical sense doesn't mean that it makes sense for you. And so I challenge you this week in the small moments when you have to make decisions, and it can be really small things from what am I going to have to drink to how am I going to spend the next 15 minutes that I have opened up for me? I challenge you to ask yourself what feels right and then to go with that. Just go with it. Don't think about it. Don't overthink it. Don't ask yourself whether that makes sense. Don't ask yourself whether it's productive. Don't ask yourself whether that's what you should do. Just ask yourself what feels right and do that and then keep doing that. And see how things shift for you. It's a very empowering process. And with time, the more you use that intuition, the stronger it gets and the louder it gets, which is a really cool thing. Um, You know, I've been working on this for about a year and a half now. And so I get the silliest intuitive nudges sometimes and I just go with it. And other times I get these, these intuitive nudges that are really powerful that I'm like, there's no way that makes sense. There's no way. How am I going to do that? I don't even know how I'm going to accomplish that. Or who am I to do that? What on earth? Like, I'm going to tell you a little story. Um, I believe I've shared with you that I'm taking acting classes. Um, And like, let me tell you, that was an intuitive nudge. Okay. There wasn't like, I haven't wanted to be an actress all my life. It's not something I've been thinking about for a long time. Like, I'm not going to lie. This was an intuitive nudge. I was sitting there in August and I was thinking, you know, I need to do something for me again. Um, I was training for a triathlon for a long time and then I got hurt. And then, um, you know, I, I just felt it was time to let that go for now. And I was like, you know, I need to, I need to go into September with something of my own. It's very important for me to have my own hobbies, to have my own interests, not as a mother, not as a wife, not as a working woman, but just as me, something I'm interested in. And I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll take a class. Uh, I like doing those Instagram reels. They're fun. Maybe I'll take like a a drama class or something. And I couldn't find anything that aligned with me. And then I found um, uh, a studio that does uh, coaching classes for acting. And I really liked the sound of it. And it just felt right. So I signed up for a class. They offered like a free observation class. And I was just enthralled. Like I it ended up being like a four and a half hour class. And I sat there and I took notes and I was so fascinated. I didn't even see the time go by. And I was like, wow. And so I started taking the classes and I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I love this. I love this. 
you know? So then um, the acting coach kind of put like a post in the, in the group. And he was like, you know, I'm, I'm offering one-on-one sessions so we can discuss your career and, and where to move forward. And I, all of a sudden, when I read the post, I got hit with two emotions at the same time. One, oh my God, I need to do that. And two, yeah, right. You're not starting a new career in this. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I had to sit with that for a little while and figure out which one was intuition and which one was the logical mind, that paradigm. And I was pretty torn for a little while. So I brought my daughter downtown. I said, we're going to go get her ballet stuff. And I'm just going to shelve this for a minute. And when I go to park the car downtown, I noticed that some of the parking lot was blocked off. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I looked over and is there not a movie set set up for like a Hallmark Christmas movie from the looks of it right there, like in my small Northern Ontario town. I've never seen that before. And there it was. And it felt like the biggest sign that like, not only could you have a career in acting, you could do it at home. You could do it here. There are opportunities here for you. And I booked a session right away. All this to say, if you start working on that intuition now and you start strengthening it like a muscle, the more you use it, the stronger it gets, the louder it gets, where those intuitive nudges are going to lead you, it's, gonna, it's so amazing what gets to be possible when you start doing what feels right, when you start following that guidance, that inner knowing that knows what's best for you because it's not ruled by all of the nonsense out there, by all of the lack and limitation, expectations, it gets to be so much better than that. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so grateful for you. I hope you leave this podcast and take one step, no matter how large or small, towards your goals. Until next week, if you're feeling what I'm putting out, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star rating and review. Don't forget to hit subscribe, and I'll see you next week.